0: Hello, church family. Welcome to Head to Heart. This is Ben Colin here. And I have a very important question as we start this episode. Ben, what is your favorite concert you have ever attended? I don't have
1: many to choose from. I am, those who know me know that I'm not much of a concert goer. They're fun enough, I just didn't have a lot of experience with that growing up. So uh, pretty much the one and only was a concert where I went to see the band Skillet. Mm, And it was a rowdy time. I was in high school and it was awesome. It was just, it was just a rowdy time, but it was fantastic.
0: Hmm. Mine is for today. I saw them twice at the same exact place in Pittsburgh. For today is a heavy metal Christian band, um, and my reasoning is because the concert was so interactive. With pushing and shoving and jumping yep, and all yep. of those things, and yep. that's why I liked it. Uh, their music was okay. I didn't really care for it too much, but the interactive experience yes. of the concert was why. That I that was it. what
1: I liked about the Skillet one too. I had never experienced just yeah this craziness of pushing and shoving around. You know, yeah. I don't know what that says about us, but I, I enjoyed <laughs> Ben that. and I. You yeah. know, heavy metal guys. Give us so. a good, <laughs> give me just a good shoving match <laughs> mid-concert. Otherwise, am I even at a concert? Right, right,
0: yeah. all right. So we are here today. To talk about the supernatural nature of God's Word. Ben, why don't you start us with uh, some scripture there?
1: Yeah, yeah. Coming from obviously a lot of areas, but here's a great primary text. 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So based on this text and others, when we are coming to God's Word, the Bible, There are several realities that really build upon each other if we're speaking theologically. So what are some of those?
0: Yeah, so first we're going to recognize that God is the primary author of Scripture. So we double back to that verse that Ben just read. Uh, Knowing full well that there's a dual authorship. Obviously God uses humans um, to pen the Scripture, but God is the primary author. Um, and when it comes to the message of Scripture, it's revealing the Son of God, Jesus. And so we see that in John five thirty nine, where Jesus says, It is the Scriptures, they testify about me. Um, he says that himself. And then um, in 1 Corinthians 2, 13, we get uh, kind of unique insight into how the Scriptures are discerned, and it's by God the Spirit. God the Holy Spirit is the one discerning spiritual things, and without Him, you can't. Um, so as God's living and active word, by the Spirit, Scripture moves supernaturally upon our hearts and upon our lives.
1: Exactly, right. So um, if we are summarizing this, when it comes to the Bible's authorship, there's even some Trinity, some bonus theology when it comes to the Trinity here. Um, the Bible's authorship is divine, God the Father. Its message is divine, God the Son. And as Christians, our ability to comprehend it rightfully, Needs the divine, needs the spirit. Mm-hmm. So all the way through, it's, it's, we need God uh, across the board. Um, you're going to see the word implication for us a lot in these podcasts because so many of these realities build on each other. So an implication of interpreting scripture because of these truths uh, by the spirit of God is that it should and it will supernaturally produce a change in our life if it is divinely inspired and it's the message is divine itself and the Spirit's helping us to divinely see the right things. So the doctrine that God wrote the Bible, referred to as the doctrine of inspiration, if you want to get fancy, uh, that changes the Bible from any other type of piece of of ancient literature or wisdom writing, whatever you want to call it. uh, And instead, it is what it truly is, a personal address from the creator of the universe.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so by implication, again, this means... In the pages of scripture, there's going to be safety, Hmm. there's going to be an authority over my life because it's God speaking to me, Um, and there's going to be just something more going on as I read. If we get that Hmm. from our head to our heart, then our approach to the Bible is not coming to it just to learn, though that's going to be there. We're, We're going to learn. We're going to pick up on some things. Um, even historically speaking, sure. But we're going to come to it in order to be changed and blessed and conformed into the image of God.
1: Yeah, I'm coming to God's word to see this, to to have it be revealed, and truly, uh, you know, in humility, asking God to make me
0: more like this. Yeah, uh, daily I'm praying to this end. Yeah, and so I'm going to be awaking in expectation to meet with my heavenly Father. Yeah, Psalm 119, which speaks all about God's word. Uh, Verse 25 says, My soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. When I wake up in the morning, my sleepy dead soul (laughs) needs God's word as an AED to resuscitate me. (laughs) Um, I am, in a sense, coming to the scriptures to be held in his arms while I read. So in other words, I'm expecting God to do something to my heart, to my life, and I am being blessed by just being there. Um, Being in this path of of grace. So then everything else that follows in that day, whatever the day beholds for me, is falling underneath uh, an umbrella of God speaking to me that morning.
1: Right, right. So with that in mind, let's put some wheels on it here. It's 6 a.m. Monday morning. My alarm goes off. I've got a massive day ahead of me. And I know, all right, looking at the clock, maybe I've hit snooze a couple times. I've got 15 minutes here before this day hits me full on how how do i keep from you know either just being a robot and mm-hmm. and skimming through my reading for the day or really if we're if we're honest in these kind of moments skipping altogether how do how do i fight against that when i envision that i i want
0: to see things how you've just said yeah Yeah, well, don't hit snooze. (laughs) I do that a lot.
1: (laughs) Oh, I would never dream of ever doing that. I've
0: never done so. The first step is just to fight to do it. Like, if this really is God's word, then we're going to wake up fighting to get to it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to do what is necessary to be there, Mm -hmm. to be held in his arms. So we're going to fight to do it. Second, again, remind yourself of who's speaking to you and who needs to be the one to listen, which is ourselves, right? And third, we're gonna pray our hearts out, asking God to make this a reality. God, show me wonderful things in Your Word. I cannot do it if You're not gonna act, right? And so I'm, I'm pleading with God. I'm asking Him. I'm arguing with Him. Please, bless me. Show me. You know, mold me here in, in Your Word.
1: That's a great point. Even as you, as you said that, it came to mind. But I, I don't often think that way. The, the arrogance that it is on my part to. To just willfully like pass up this opportunity to have the God of the universe speak truth into my life, mm-hmm. as you put that, like remember who's speaking, who ought to be listening. Mm-hmm. That's, I, yeah, I don't often
0: think that way enough. Yeah, and so if you can, if you can linger there until mm-hmm. this stuff takes place, do that. Um, you may not always have the time or feel yeah. that way, yeah. but you can, you can strive for it. It's something that you can work towards. You can strive for. You can be praying about. So. I just got a question. Ben, take me through the difference between last year. Last year, you were striving for this every day. I mean, obviously, we're both imperfect followers of Christ. We're failing at this all the time. But this is at least something that you would so you would say that you were striving for. Coming into the new
1: year, of course. We're recording yeah, this new right. year, kind of new, f- fresh take on, hey, time to do what you want Right, to right, you. right. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. So, between last year, 2022, and let's say six, seven years ago when mm-hmm. maybe this wasn't the case... Um, yeah, what what's what's the difference? What do you see there?
1: Yeah, and that's a good question. It's kind of strange to think about, I'm trying to think about this a little bit ahead of time, right? This is, as I think of the nature of daily reading, immersing in the Word of God as part of really the bigger picture of my relationship with Christ. All these things are, of course, connected. Uh, I think this sort of thing is a, a lot less like turning a faucet on or off, and more like a steady buildup. There's just this, this building up toward a strengthened relationship with God. That is a a long-term thing with, with lots of different facets. But uh, if I'm, if I'm breaking that down, if I'm distilling it down, um, one difference that jumps out that I've tended to notice these years is really an increased awareness of God's word in, in life's circumstances. So just, yeah, just in general, um, where it wouldn't be the case before I find God's word coming more quickly to my mind in, as a result of whatever encounter I'm having in life. Um, Another one which I think you were mentioning earlier as well, but is certainly the case. Uh, I find my relationships with the people in my life are affected uh, by my habits around the Bible if' I'm, if I'm That's being huge. regular yeah. and consistent. Uh, so again I think yeah you, you were speaking on that a little earlier and you may you may in just a moment but I certainly find uh, there's a certainly a connection based on how I'm treating God's word regularly and consistently with the people around me. And really, of course, this can be negative as well. So on the flip side, it can, it can build up negatively. If I consistently don't meet with God in his word, I can find my heart growing more dull to the things of God, uh, less patient with the people in my life, more prone to wander. All these things can have that negative mm-hmm. side too. Um, so it often ties back. Is what I'm saying to me not prioritizing God's word. Mm-hmm. That's if I'm trying to you know find what what's at the root here. Most of the time, it's it's leading to inconsistency in God's word. Uh, anything to add to that? Yeah. Anything come
0: to mind? Yeah, I think just the second thing you said, where this is gonna affect relationships. I'm I'm yeah. gonna be dealing with my kids, my wife, my friends, my family, my coworkers. Every all of those interactions are gonna be different because. Mm-hmm of the one interaction I had earlier that morning where I met with the God of the universe. Mm. And and so that's going to change. I think, yeah, every, every relationship, every interaction is going to be changed. Every reaction is going to be changed Mm. by the way I interacted with God that morning. So, um, yeah, I think that's great. So just to conclude here, um, let's take the doctrine and, uh, play it through for application. Yeah. Yeah. God loves us. He's given us a means of communing with him. Through his word. That's our Bible, right? That we that we love and we center our church on, uh, center our lives on. So one big implication is that the Bible has authority and power to change how I live. Hmm. And since this is true, we come to our Bibles, we come to God's word eager to meet with him and submit to the Spirit's instruction for us. Yeah. And so that's how that trickles from our head all the way to our heart, and it plays out in all of our life um yeah hopefully so. this
1: is an encouragement uh, to you church family that's the intent behind a lot of this podcast is that we can just be a source of reminder so often these are things that we know but may this continue to change us day to day
0: yeah let me uh let me pray ben as we Please. end here uh, for our church family and for one another god father you are great uh, we love you we thank you for your word that you've given to us where you have revealed to us your son Plan for salvation, and by your spirit, you enable us to comprehend it. I just pray for every member listening, every member of Baker Heights, um, that you would do this supernatural work in their lives, change their hearts because of interaction with you, meeting with you in your word. God, give us an eagerness, a desire, a want to be with you every morning and every chance that we get um, as often as we can to be with you in your word, to be changed, um, and to tell others of how they can be changed as well. We thank you, Lord, in your Son's name that we pray. Amen. Amen.